Welcome back to another All Out Blitz podcast with Jeff and Brady. And uh, I know, know it's been a little while. It's been about two weeks. However, we were busy in between that time. You were. <laughs> I was. I switched over. Um, was changing our uh, podcast hosting stuff, so I was getting all that switched over. Um, went from one vendor, tried to move everything to another. Didn't have any issues. It was pretty clean and simple. I so. was finishing up my school. Yep, Brady was finishing up school for the year. He is officially done for the year. It is now summer break for him. Yep. Uh, so a lot going on here. However, we are back and ready to rock and roll. But last time we were talking draft, right? Because the draft just happened. Yep. Um, a lot of the players starting to sign, of course. Um, really just starting to find out now what teams are picking up or declining. And the schedule uh, has officially released yes. for this season. Yeah, when teams are picking up or declining options, so 50-year options or contract options. Uh, schedule release was last week, so we've had some time to take a look at that as well. Uh, today, we're just we're really going to talk about just some major news, give our opinions and thoughts on a couple of different items, and then uh, you know talk about really the schedule. Yeah. And uh, take a look at maybe week one or maybe a couple of weeks, depending on what kind of time we have here. And then just see, like, which games we think is going to be the best game. Yeah, and week one is already hard, man. I am I am really stoked for this football season to get started. Um, looks like the Falcons, from what I'm looking on their thing, looks like they could start all 1-0. Uh, all teams can, can't they? No. <laughs> I'm just saying for, like, who they're going against. Yeah, the Falcons are playing the Eagles week one. Um and that is actually one game that I'm extremely excited about. And it's not because it's just Atlanta's first game. It's a revenge game. It's not. It is, is Kyle Pitts' first game for the Falcons going against the team he grew up liking and rooting for. His family still roots for because he's from that area. It is also a revenge game, though, because whenever Atlanta lost to them in the playoffs... That is what it is. That's all in the past. I'm more excited to the storyline about hopefully Pitts. Tom Brady and hopefully Pitts goes for 150 yards and three touchdowns. That'd be awesome. He's gonna go for like he's gonna go for like 50 and one. Well, you gotta ruin my buzz, man. Come on, already. I'm being realistic. Me too. Yeah. Okay. I think he has an opportunity here to really go off in this game. It'd be pretty cool. There'll be one game this season where he goes off for like 250 yards. Pretty sweet. <laughs> Only Julio goes for 300. If he stays healthy. Yeah. So let's let's talk about week one before we get into the news and all that stuff. So you were just going to talk about Tom Brady. Oh, that's everyone's hyping that up. Tom Brady. It's just stupid. It's not. He's like 600 years old. He's coming off a Super Bowl win. We all get it. He's going back to New England, the place where. Uh, but that's not week started. one. That's not week one. Yeah, I know. I'm just saying everyone's hyping oh. that up, though. Yeah, I know. They are. That's the revenge game. That's yeah. going to see who can beat who, Brady versus Belichick. And here's the funny thing. Tom Brady doesn't play offensive line. He also doesn't play defense. Belichick doesn't play at all. I hate this conversation already. <laughs> I really do. Yeah. I hate the conversation, too, like when it's quarterback versus quarterback, when it was always like Brady versus Manning, who's going to win? Well, they don't really go against each other, so nobody. Like, there are a lot of, like, over 100 other players in this game, you know, that are going to make a difference yeah. or cause an issue. So <laughs> I, I've always hated that conversation. 
But it is it is interesting. Of course, it is a hot take. Uh, so the media is and will be all over that. But of course, hey, why not? The league has to open up with the Super Bowl champs, the Bucks, on a Thursday night game against the Dallas Cowboys. Of course, in Tampa. Yeah. Dak should be back. Yeah, I, and I hope he rolls all over that defense. Yeah. I, I, on, I, I've never rooted for the Cowboys. This is I, I'm a fan of Dak Prescott, though. He's earned everyone's. He's earned my respect. I, I appreciate the guy. I'm definitely for what he's all about. Um, I don't know who wouldn't like him, aside from Eagles fans. I, you know, just seeing the response, you know, from fans, the league, just regular people, just all over the place after what happened to him last year with that gruesome injury. That really shows you his character and, and what people uh, know about him, think about him, feel about him. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. It, it, it put a whole new perspective on it for me. So I'm rooting for the guy. Like I said, I hope he comes back and throws for, like, six touchdowns, 450 yards, and just lights that defense up. That would be phenomenal. Um, I don't know. So you looked over week one, right? No. You didn't? Okay. So we have that game Thursday night. I have, I have games, like, set up here from the NFL uh, website. Okay. So, well, if, if you look at week one. I already found the Turtle Bowl. <laughs> well, we don't need to do game of the week in Turtle Bowl. Just, yeah, I know. Is, is there one game that really stands out to you that you're like, man, I, if I can watch one game in week one and I, can't, I just can't miss it, what is it? Jets. I knew you were doing Jets, it. Jets, Panthers. I knew you were doing it. Sam Darnold for the Panthers against Zachy Wilson, right? Yeah. And they're in Pan. They're in Carolina. Who do you think is going to take that game? Panthers. CMC should be back. They got some weapons. They got Sam Darnold. They got a heck of a defense. Actually, there's another game as well. Chiefs Browns. See, this is what I'm saying. Week one, man, is going to be so revenge neat. of the divisional round. Like I'm super excited. What other what games are you excited? So that's your number one, Jets Panthers. What other games are you excited about? Uh, Chiefs Browns. Chiefs Browns. All right. Um, that's going to show if the Browns are legit. Like I know they had a great season yeah. last year, but this is going to show. Can you back it up after another off season where you've gotten better, right? Because your draft was pretty good, and and you've made some changes. Can you keep this thing going? This is going to yeah. be the key right here against top tier team, the Chiefs. Uh, Chargers in Washington. I like it. I like that one a lot. Seahawks and the Colts. Okay. And there's one game that's really a toss-up for me, and that's the Cardinals and the Titans. Because the Cardinals, or the Titans, I know I say this a lot, but the Titans really are a toss-up kind of team. They are. They are. Or a they, they, back-and-forth kind of team. They've lost a lot. Yeah, because like, they can go out there and like one game put up like 40 points, and then the next game lose by like 20. Yeah. So like you, you don't really ever know what you're getting with them. They, they lost Corey Davis, of course, and they lost their offensive coordinator. And Adam Humphreys. So it is. it really is a big toss-up. Yeah. I think it's going to be really, really interesting um, to see. That. Plus the Cardinals, honestly. I think the Cardinals have a good squad. But, again, that's very similar to the Titans, like you just said, right, yeah. about being a toss-up. They, they started out really hot last year. And then after and then like, they, they fizzled. lost to the Patriots. And yeah, like, they fizzled. Yeah, it was terrible. Know. Well, you know, this year they got J.J. Watt, so hopefully that should help them out. They do. They do. And they got some other weapons now, so I think they'll be okay. I think my final game then will be Ravens-Raiders, the Monday night Are game. Are you excited about that game? 
Oh yeah. Are you? Yeah. I'm not. I am. What what makes you excited about the Raiders? I just want to watch it. Oh. Well, I want to watch it too, but if like I said, that's a game that you absolutely can't miss. You know. I just don't think it's going to be that exciting. I like the Raiders and I like the Ravens. I know, but the Ravens are just, I don't know. Lamar fi- Lamar finally got some weapons to throw to. Well, he had them before. They just didn't do anything. <laughs> Hollywood Brown is, he's just fast. He is not at the hands. Well, he's supposed to be able to get open, but he's not the as The only clean. weapon Lamar had was Mark Andrews. That's true, and he used them a lot. Yeah. When, when he could throw. Yeah. Um, what, what games are you excited for? All right, so I uh, I already mentioned one. I Like I said, I'm excited for the Falcons game, only for the Pitts-Eagles matchup. Like, I, I, see, I want him to go off. Like, other than that, every Falcons game makes me nervous. So that's not my game of the week. Um, other games I'm really excited about. The Chargers-Washington game I'm excited about because we all know my love obsession with Herbie. Yeah. I, I, he's going to be a stud in this league for the next 15 years. I, he's He has the potential to be a super, super high ceiling. So does Antonio Gibson. True. And, and I really like Fitzy with Washington. Um I just, I, I, just I like Samuel to team up with Terry McLaurin. I, I just like where Washington's going. I, I know the, how the fans feel, how they felt for so long now. Getting a solid coach in there, a solid staff, and now you're starting to really put a team together. That defense is so much fun to watch. They did lose Ryan Kerrigan, though. They did, and, that, and that's okay. That's fine. I mean, they, they picked up, well, you know why, right? They grabbed Jamin Davis in the first round. So he's a, he's a replacement already. That's the only reason why they let him off the hook like that. Um, but Washington is just it, it's just really finally cool to see what they're doing and to see how they're moving forward and, and finally getting better. Um, that's one game. I, I do think the Zach Wilson's Sam Darnold that kind of thing is going to be interesting. Yeah, it's not really a game that I can't miss. I, I'll I'll catch the highlights. Um, the cool Sam Darnold's going to throw for like five touchdowns in cool, like 250 yards. <laughs> yeah, right. The, the cool thing is that we live in Pennsylvania, and the Eagles play the Falcons week one at 1 o'clock on Fox. And so that is, watch it. that is likely the game I might be able to watch. Yeah. Um, so that'll be, I'm hoping, fingers crossed, um, that'll be a good one. Uh, another one is uh, Steelers-Bills. Uh-huh. Uh, and, and I was thinking I, about that, and I was just like, I only say that win. because I am really hoping that the Bills like not Clean them, not not injure, but I want them to pummel Roethlisberger. Like I, he injure is so like I, I'm, I'm. He's overrated. I don't, I don't want to say this to sound like I don't like, like I hate the guy because I, I don't. I have no feelings towards anybody in this league because I don't know them personally. Um, I just. He's just, he's done in my eyes. Like, he is washed. He's finished. Can he still throw? Sure. Yeah, he's still going to be able like to. 15 yards. But he's still going to be able to throw when he's 80. Like, that. that is not the issue. In my, the issue in is, my is he right does now, not make his team better anymore. In my eyes right now, Ben Roethlisberger is overrated. Because, like, every Steelers fan is, is acting like Ben Roethlisberger is just going to save their team. He, he is a, he's he's a Hall of Famer. Okay. I'll put it that way. But he is done. He is not going to be the reason why your team goes to another Super Bowl. Or playoffs, for that matter. And I really love, I and mean, they huge, I'm a huge fan of Bill's Mafia. I love what they're doing there. I love what McDermott's doing. I love Josh Allen and what he's doing there. 
They have weapons. They have everything going for them. Their defense is fairly solid. They made some key additions in the draft. I think it's going to be a good game, and I think the Bills need to come out and make a statement. They need to put an absolute punishing on the Steelers. This is week one, of course. So the Bills in Buffalo, right, are going to show the rest of the AFC what they're about. I get what you're saying, how you mentioned about the Browns and the Chiefs. I get that. I'm not that excited about that because, I mean, I think the Chiefs are going to win. Yeah, um, I don't know. I don't, you never know. I mean, if I had to, if I had to bet on it, I would say the Chiefs. But like I said, this is going to be—it's going to be a good game. This is going to be the turning point for the Browns, right? Can they do it again? Can they win? Can they start strong? Can they play good football? I don't know how they could just go from like an almost Super Bowl, like getting to the Super Bowl kind of team, to back to like the Browns that we've been seeing for like the past like ten years. I don't think they will either because I think the big change. And we talked about that. I think it was yesterday we talked about we were tossing the ball around. I think the big change in that organization is Kevin Stefanski. He's turned Baker from annoying to less annoying. He has, really. I mean, he's, he settled him into being an NFL quarterback. Yeah. And not just the hothead showboat that he always was. Yeah. And I, I think it's all good for the Browns. And and don't get me wrong. I'm not dismissing what they did last year. They had an amazing season last year. Your boy, Dream Hunt. Yeah, Kareem Hunt, get out of here. Chubb. Chubb. <laughs> they got two um, good running backs. I can't remember They do, which. for sure. But I want to see what they can do again. It's it's great that they had the, the really great year last year, and I know they're not satisfied, but I want to see that they can come back, right, mm-hmm. and they can start winning football again. Yeah, like I said, I just I can't see them going from, like, an almost Super Bowl team to yeah. what we've seen for the Browns the last 10 years. Yep. Um. Another one that I think will be interesting is not that I I can't you know miss it, but yeah. I think it's going to be a fun a fun one is Miami and the Patriots division game. The Patriots bringing all those players back that opted out. They had an amazing draft, an amazing off season Grab with signing everybody titles. available. Yep, this is finally to his team. Yeah, they got. I think this year will be the year to show if Tua's got what he's got. Because he's going to have to because he has because what he needs. Last year, there were times where like he got benched for Fitzmagic. Yep, and Fitzmagic won games, and Tua didn't really do anything. But Tua got Waddle, right? Yeah, he's got his wide receiver back. He has other weapons on the his offense. line. Isn't great. It's okay. It's good enough. It's good enough for him. The defense very good. Yeah, we were talking about this. I think we were talking about this before, and I said I think Miami is one of the one of those teams that did great in the draft. Oh, they did phenomenal. I think they had a really great draft. The defense got stronger. The offense got stronger. They they are better all around than they were last year. Yeah, and I think this is a good opportunity to show Patriots. Even though you did all of what you did this off season, we'll this is not you. this is not your division anymore. This is now up between me and Buffalo. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like. That's just the way it is. So I think that's an interesting storyline. The other storyline I'm excited about is seeing Matty Stafford play for the Rams. Yeah. The game I don't care about. I just want to see my boy win because he had it so hard in Detroit, man. Did he go to Georgia? Yeah. Oh, I bet that makes sense then. Yeah. He, uh, I want to see what he could do with the Rams and when he can see, do, see what he can do with a true offensive genius in McVay. Offensive line. I mean, receivers. He, he, I mean, now he had Galladay and Marvin Jones, right? And, and Hawkinson for a year or two. Don't get me wrong, but 
He's going to have Cooper Cup. He's going to have Woods. He's going to have a whole slew. He's going to have Cam Akers back there. He's going to have all kinds of stuff going on. Um, offense is going to be so much better for him. The defense, much better than the Detroit's ever was. Oh, absolutely. So he, he is, he is going to be ready to go, and I can't wait to see him. I, I, I think it's going to be pretty good. Can cool. I tell you why I trash Jared Goff so much? Why is that? Is because he He did make it to a Super Bowl, you know. Yeah, one year. One, he had one good year. He had the O-line. He had the defense. He had the receivers. Oh, and he had the Todd coach. Gurley's best year ever. And he had the coach. Well, yeah. actually, Detroit's coach is really good. But And then he, but he didn't do much there except for that one year they went to the Super Bowl. Now he goes over to Detroit where they have, like, Brashad Perryman and, like, TJ Hawkinson. And they don't have a the greatest offensive line. They don't have the greatest weapons. They don't have the greatest defense. But they just so like, drafted Sewell. Fine, they have a good O line. But I'm I'm just saying that like he had all of it and yeah. did nothing with it except for that one year. I I can I get where you're coming from. I can kind of see what you're saying. Now the one the one rebuttal that I will have to this is I do think Jared Goff is a good quarterback. Here are a couple of points though. The Rams massively overpaid him way too early because when he was in the Super Bowl, there was one play that truly stood out to me to let me know that this dude is for real, but he needs the right support. He needs the right. I mean, he had a good team around him, but after that Super Bowl year, after a team loses a Super Bowl, it's really hard to come back. You know That's what I mean? I'm saying the, the Browns could beat the Chiefs. I'm just saying it's. I want to say it's really hard to come back. So there That's was one play. The there was one play in the Super Bowl though against the Patriots where there was a massive blitz, and he was coming back out of the snap. He was under center, did a play action, turned around. There was an immediately a guy like two guys I think it was in his face. And he completed a first down pass clutch fourth quarter. It was ridiculous. Wasn't that clutch though? Not for the game, but for the moment. For the moment. He didn't fold in the moment. That is a key thing that you need to look at for quarterbacks. What can they do in crunch time when it counts most? Now that whole Super Bowl was a bust. That was garbage. Worst Super Bowl ever. But Jared Goff is not a bad quarterback. I think I think Sean McVay is that good. It helped him to a point, but I believe it also hindered him because he, he didn't have to grow. He didn't have to learn as fast as most quarterbacks do because McVay was there to hide it. Well, I know you'll agree with me when I say Matt, Matty Stafford is better than him. I do believe that, yes, absolutely. I think Matty Stafford is one of the most underrated quarterbacks ever. Would you go as far as to say he's the most underrated quarterback? No, that'd be Matt Ryan. Matt Stafford's very close. Matt Stafford was put in a bad situation, never given the right support. I mean, he had some weapons, yes, but the coaching staff has always been terrible in Detroit. The defense has always been terrible in Detroit. So he always had to try to do it by himself. This Matt dude Ryan has more didn't. guts, more heart than anybody that I've ever seen. Matt Ryan didn't. He had the weapons. He had yeah. the O-line. He had the defense. Uh, don't ever say that again. He had the defense. He had the weapons. Don't ever say that again. Say what? He's had weapons. He's always had a terrible offensive line. 
He's always had a terrible defense. He's always had subpar coaches. No one can battle me on that. No one. Atlanta Falcons defense has always, and when I say always, I mean back to, uh, let's just say all of the 2000s. And it goes back even further, trust me. They've been known for bad defense. I saw you sent me like a little bit, like a little bit ago or last night. First, or there's only one NFL player who's thrown for 55,000 yards and 300 touchdowns in the first 13 seasons in the NFL. That would be that player? That's Matt Ryan. One player. 55,000 yards, 300 touchdowns in his first 13 seasons. Yeah, he's not a Hall of Famer, though. Um, we're not gonna get. We're not gonna get on that ticket. Please don't. <laughs> we're gonna be sitting here for like ten minutes. I want to enjoy. I like recording. I don't want people to hear me complaining. Um, no, but I, I am. I'm looking forward to Matty Stafford too. Playing Chicago. See if Justin Fields plays. That'd be interesting. Let's talk about some games that we're not really interested to see. I'm really not interested in that Monday night game. That Ravens Raiders game. Oh. I'm not interested in the Jaguars-Texans game because it's like the battle. How about Giants-Broncos? I'm interested in that game. All right. Yeah. Saquon should be back. Yeah. What else are you excited about in that game? The Broncos, I think, are just going to turtle it up. I don't know. I just like the Giants. I got a soft spot for them. Okay. Game I'm also not interested to see. Niners-Lions. Because I know... The Niners are going to get their defense back. I want to see. I still I, don't think they're going to. I hope game. someone bites a kneecap. I, I just hope somebody like when they're on the bottom of a pile, De- fighting for the ball. DeAndre Swift just gets just the, get you off. just see somebody taking a chunk out of somebody's knee. I'd be awesome. Yeah, come back, Mike Dyson. <laughs> Dan Campbell. I love that guy. But uh, yeah, like I said, even though the Niners are going to get their defense back, I still don't think they're going to be a good team. How about the Bengals Vikings? Be an okay game. I like it. I think I think it's interesting, right? Because you have Joey Burrow and Jamar Chase back, right? On the other side Don't of the ball. On, on the other side of the ball, though, you have Justin Jefferson and Kirk Cousins. Yeah, but Jefferson used to play with them in LSU and Calvin Cook. So it's a whole like LSU thing going on there. It's an LSU reunion. reunion. It's awesome. I just can't wait to show that Jamar Chase was the right pick for the Bengals. I can't wait to. Show that. Sewell's a better pick for the Bengals. <laughs> we had this I, debate. I, it was awesome. <laughs> it was the biggest debate ever, and I'm still sticking to my side that Sewell I, was a smarter decision see, in the long run. It was it was a debate, right? We had a good debate about it. And and I but I also see where you're coming from. Like I agree. Like I don't think they would have gone wrong either way. I do I, I do like the fact that uh Joe has another weapon because honestly, outside of T. Higgins last year, it was garbage. So when you have Higgins and you have Chase, aside from no one on the O line, it was garbage. I agree, but they did they did address the offensive line in certain areas in the offseason with free agency. So they did make moves, yeah, but they picked up like mediocre guys. You know, Sewell's good. I don't know how good he's going to be in the pros yet. You don't know how Jamar Chase can be in the pros. Yeah, but he's fast and he has hands. It's different than a skill and player to a. a they should have taken, taken Slater. I can't handle anyone. I like that. I, like I said, lineman or Chase, those were my only picks for the Bengals in the first round in that draft. You said Slater's better than Sewell in the draft. I, I like Slater better than Sewell. Because he manhandled Chase Young in college. He just, he's, here's the thing. Sewell is great. 
he's he's just very raw yet. He has a lot of growing up to do, and that's not in a bad way. That just means well, that his also that just means that his ceiling is so super high. Yeah, well, it's also because he's popular as well. Like, look what happened with Chase Young. Sure. The reason he won Defensive Player of the Year was because he was he's the most popular guy there. It should have been Jer- it should have been Jeremy Chin. Yeah, I I can't argue with you there. Or Antoine Winfield. I can't argue with you there, but. It'll be interesting to see. I think Joey will be healthy. He'll be back. I think the Seahawks-Colts game, that game I don't really care for. Just cause I want to see what Frank Reich can do with Carson Wentz again. Oh, everyone does. I, I told you this before. I can't wait to just see Carson Wentz flop whenever he's with him. I don't league. think he's going to. Just because I, I want to say I was the one who predicted that then. Yeah, I don't know if he's going to or not. I mean, the Seahawks, I don't know. You still don't know what's going on over there. They they barely they didn't even dress the offensive line of the draft. Except I for think like the fourth round. Yeah, I think Seattle. I just Seattle's a weird team. They are a weird team. Somehow they win, but it's always a question mark. You know what I mean? Like I just I'm, I don't feel very I'm never confident in their defense. Um, never confident in their offensive line. I'm not confident in their running game. Chris ever. Carson, like he's okay. He is. He's good. I, I'm just I don't know. They're just a team where it's like I think, very vanilla. They win, but it's I vanilla. Think Pete Carroll needs to give DJ Dallas a couple more carries this year because I think he's still he. Can well, they did not pick up Rashad Penny's option either, so he's but likely going to be gone because he's there. He was injured the whole year. Well, he's also a decent running back at best. Yeah, but yeah, like I said, I think Pete Carroll should give DJ Dallas a couple more carries this year because I, I bet he he'll be turn more involved. Good. Also, another game I don't care for is Packers Saints. Yeah, because like the whole Aaron Rodgers thing just make me hate the Packers. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. Being a freaking baby about it. I'm super excited. I mean, I I I, I hate it, but I'm excited. My boy Kurt Benkert uh, just signed with the Packers, and uh, I'm I'm super happy for him. I the dude's awesome. Never got a chance in Atlanta. I was really hoping he was going to get his his shot to come back and be the backup. The gamer. Um. Exactly, but I, I'm a big fan of his. I mean, when you when you look at his college tape and just other stuff that he's done as far as workouts and what he can do, he's a super talented guy. Um, I honestly definitely deserves a shot. I, I, you know how you know how great it would be if Jordan Love starts the first week and throws like for like four touchdowns. Like, I hope Kurt Bankert does like two like two hundred yards, and everyone's just saying like how bad Jordan Love was. Yeah, I hope Kurt Bankert does. Yeah, I think the main reason why Packers fans hate it is just because, like, it was, like, not only it was, like, it was because, like, they took a QB in the first round, it was because they took Jordan Love. And they moved up for him. Out of all QBs that were yeah, there. They moved up for him. They could have got him probably in the third round. I don't know, but they moved up for him. That was the issue. They yeah, moved and up and took, took a QB, QB in round one instead of taking a receiver. And then they did it. Well, <laughs> because take a receiver also, this like, year well, also, like, Patrick Queen was available as well. Yeah, it, it's there's always players like that, right? And the the team has to decide what they're going to do. It's like the Browns taking Tim Couch. Hey, Tim Couch was a monster in college. That's why they took him. Was Jordan Love? I don't know. I no don't watch him. Tim Couch was though. That yeah, was just so was a lot of people. The Browns were just that bad at that time. That's why I said. That's why I think the Browns kind of are, are turning around here a little bit because this, this is going to be the game. The to staff show. is top notch. It's going to be the game to show if they still it have is. it or not. In Kansas City too, so that if you game can go should in have been the Monday night game. If you can go in and do that, you're ready to go. That game should have been the Sunday night or the Saturday. Mo- or Monday. No, I mean Raiders Monday. Ravens don't need to be Monday night. 
Uh, we were talking about this last season as well. Like, there were a few games that were, like, they're primetime games, and, like, they were, like, we were, like replacing other games. I should have yeah. been primetime games. Steelers-Bills should have been Monday. That could be interesting, too. Um, let's flip it a little bit. We'll, we'll, we'll get into the other weeks as we get closer to the season, too, of course. Uh, rookie mini camps have gone on, have happened. Um, it was really cool to see a lot of these players out there the first time. It was cool to see Kyle Pitts out there for Atlanta uh, running around. Uh, getting separation when they weren't even going full speed. That was pretty cool. I saw there were, like, a few, like, Steelers fans that weren't happy with, like, the Najee Harris pick. I don't know why. I don't either. To be honest with you, you need a running back. See, the Patriots are re-signing Brian Hoyer. They did, yeah, for a year, which is good. I is like it? that. Yeah. All right. He's steady. He knows the system. He can step in at any given point. I He's mean, it's, it, yeah, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. He can step in without having to try to learn anything new. He already knows the Josh McDaniels offense. Um, a couple of players that their options were not picked up. They were actually declined. Let's talk about this. Uh, Hassan Reddick. Arizona declined $10 million option for 2021. He's now with the Panthers. Yeah. Malik Hooker, safety from Indy. They declined his almost $7 million option for 21. Uh, Atlanta, of course, declined Hayden Hurst's fifth-year option for 2022. I could see that. He, didn't, he did not do anything with them last year. Um, again, I, I'm, I'm, I'm ignoring last year because the offensive play calling was absolute trash. Coaching staff was phoning it in the entire year. This is going to be a different season. DeAndre Hopkins agreed to a two-year, $54.5 million extension. Yep. Um, Pittsburgh declined Terrell Edmonds' option. Seattle declined Rashad Penny's option. Dallas declined Leighton Vander Esch's $9 million option. Uh, New England declined Sony Michelle's 2022 option. That's a lot of good players right there. Or their options are declined, likely maybe get an extension or in a new uniform in the next year or two. Can I talk about some other news that came out? Do it. Tim Tebow. Tim Tebow. I was waiting for it. I knew you were going to bring it up. Coming back. As a tight end like everybody else. Kelvin Benjamin. Coming back with the Giants as a tight end. Which Tim honestly, Tebow coming I back as a tight end for the Jags. He's going to completely flop. I don't Calvin, think Tebow is. Calvin Benjamin, he'll do great. I don't think Tebow's going to flop. It's Tim Tebow. I know. He's a QB. He's an athlete. I'll leave it at that. Anyone can come. Anyone who's ever, apparently at this point, just played football can come back now and just be a tight end. end. Jim Brown, you ready to play? I can do it. Yeah. I'll go. I'll do it. I'll fly to Atlanta with you. Uh, You're young enough. You can be like a walk-on receiver running back or something. I'll be the guy that Matt fakes. I'll be the old guy that comes back. Like I said, just block and possession. That's all I need to do. See, the reason I I say Calvin Benjamin isn't going to flop is because he's built like a tight end. Like, he's a a big dude. He's built like an an outside linebacker. (laughs) Yeah, he's... He's a big dude. I just... Like, when he was with Carolina, he, he played really, really well. He went to Buffalo, he was garbage, and then he's been out. So I, I just don't know where. If well, he got his mind right, kept his body right, he might be okay. 
but if you don't keep your body right, then just go back as a tight end. That's not nice. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just saying. Like if you're, I if you're you. over 200 pounds, just go, like if you're over like 250 pounds, just sign up as a tight end. I hear you. I hear you. You mentioned Ryan Kerrigan was gone. He signed with the Eagles, so he's staying in the NFC East. He is. And they're they're excited to have him too. I I would be oh, too. Maybe I would be. Eagles are pretty excited to have him. That's pretty neat. I like that. Yeah. Uh, see what else we got going on here. Who else was signed that was really good? Uh, yeah, we said we talked about Benkert. Um, Atlanta signed. Uh, what's his name? AJ McCarron. Chiefs so that's signed another Jared backup. McKinnon. Yep. Uh, who else we got here? Like I said, a lot. I'm just running through the, the signings, and of course, a ton of Seahawks signed Pierre Desaire. Yeah, they signed a ton of people here. Jalen Waddle got a four-year, twenty-seven million dollar contract. Niners signed Wayne Galman. Apparently the Seahawks signed Kyle Fuller or something like that. I don't, I don't think. Give me a second. I say Washington pretty much signed their entire draft class, like all at once. Oh, it was pretty cool. Okay. Yeah. There's a there's an offensive lineman called Kyle F- named Kyle Fuller. Yeah. It's not the That's it. not like, the corner. Like, uh, wait a minute. <laughs> not the corner. <laughs> That's it. DJ Fluker went to the Dolphins. Yep. Marquise Goodwin went to the Bears. Don't forget, Blake Bortles also signed with the Packers. Good old Blake Bortles. Got Blake Bortles and Kurt Benkert now. And Jordan Love. And Jordan. Uh, Charles Leno, big left tackle from the Bears, signed a one-year deal with Washington. Jeff Smith signed with the Jets. I have no idea who that is, but his name's Jets. There's a linebacker that the Cardinals signed named Kylie Fitz. Uh, Jason McCourty signed a one-year deal with the Dolphins. I like Falcons that pick signed Cordell Patterson. You're excited about that? I'm always excited about that. Bill signed Forrest Lamp. He was a decent lineman for the Chargers. He was, yeah. Yeah, there's a, I mean, a lot of different players. Casey Hayward, uh, corner from the Chargers, signed with the Raiders. I think we already talked about this, but I think Jadavion Clowney signed with the Browns. Yeah. Actually, that was a while ago, yeah. It was, yeah. Yeah, you mentioned it earlier. We didn't talk about it as we were talking about the Steelers-Bills game. But, yeah, uh, Mason Rudolph got a new one-year $5 million extension. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what they're thinking with that. That's craziness. Um, it, it's So, a, a couple other things. Let's let's talk about the Jags, actually. So, they, they picked up Travis Etienne in the draft, right? They have uh, James Robinson. They just cut Ryquel Armstead, which did have to fill in when Robinson went out last year. Played really well. He's a, he's a pretty versatile running back. Uh, very, very good catching out of the backfield. So I expect somebody to pick him up pretty quick. Uh, he's young. He's only in like his second year. Um, it'll be pretty interesting. But they just got rid of him. Um they, the, the reporters are also talking to Miles Gaskin, of course, about who the Dolphins' starting running back is going to be because he's in that mix. His response, that's above my pay grade. It's going to do what I got to do. 
That's right. <laughs> and that's the, that's the proper approach to take. Like, go out there, give it everything you got, and you guys will get carries. You know what I mean? Like, it's really not any more difficult than that because you have um, you have a team that's going to leverage every single weapon they possibly have. Not a big deal. Yeah. Um, let's take a look at some more news here. There's a lot going on. Cortland Sutton from the Broncos said he's going to be ready for training camp. He tore his ACL last year. Zach Ertz says he's not uh, going to camp until he's traded or released. Yeah, I feel. I love that dude. He's a really, he's a really good dude. Great tight end. One of the best to ever do it. 49ers signed Marquise Lee. Yeah, that's that's fine. It's just another weapon for Shanahan with speed. You know, that's just what he does. I don't know. What do you think about Dallas this year? Let's talk about that for a second. Oh, let's. I mean, their defense got a, a lot of players. Let's put it that way, right? Because they took, like, both of my safeties, Keanu Neal and Casey. They grabbed Micah Parsons. They still got Van Der Esch and Jalen. Like, Kansas City traded for Mike Hughes. What do you think about Dallas? I don't know. We were talking about this, but like who we think is going to be leading like the NFC East next season. I said I think it's going to go Washington, New York, Dallas, and then Philly. Interesting. I agree with the first two, or the first and the last. <laughs> I think it's going to go Washington, Dallas. It's going to be tight. Just because Dak got signed doesn't mean that he's just going to be, like, the next Tom Brady or something like that. Like, that's what, like, I'm just saying, like, that's kind of, like, what you're acting like is going to happen. Because I don't, I don't, I just don't see how the Cowboys can be, like, good this season. Uh, Let's talk about it. So you got Dak, right? You know what you have with Dak Prescott. Let's leave it at that. Okay? Yeah. Uh, You still have Zeke and Tony Pollard at running back. Uh, offensive line ain't too bad. It's pretty pretty solid yet. And then you have Mari Cooper, C.D. Lamb, Michael Gallup as your three wide receivers. And then you look at defense, right? And you got Demarcus Lawrence. You got Neville Gallimore from last year that they drafted. You got Randy Gregory. You got Micah Parsons. You got Leighton Vanderesh. You got Jalen Smith. You got Keanu Neal that transitioned from safety to linebacker. You got Jabril Cox that you just drafted. Uh, you got CJ Goodwin from Cincinnati you brought over. You got Demonte Casey. You got Trevon Diggs from last year's draft. Cowboys are going to go 7 and 10. And they very well might. All I'm saying is this team has an awful lot of talent and weapons to continue to suck. It's the same thing with the Giants. It's an opportunity. It's got Kenny Galladay. They have a good O-line. They have a good defensive line, a very underrated defensive line. Good linebackers, good DBs, and Daniel Jones, who's no more than average. (laughs) <laughs> Happy you put it that way. Uh, yeah, I mean, they have Barkley. they have uh, still have Sterling Shepard. They got Kenny Galladay. They got Darius Slayton. They got John Ross, which is, yeah, whatever. They Get drafted Golden Tate. They drafted Kadarius Toney. Which honestly is good for them. Um, Golden Tate. They have Andrew Thomas, which is a, 
a good lineman. They got Will Hernandez, which is another good one. The other guys, Shane Lemieux, Nick Gates. They got rid of Kevin Zeitler, but that's okay because he's like 30. Uh, they do have Evan Ingram mm-hmm. and Kyle Rudolph. And Double tight end sets. Benjamin. I like that. And Calvin Benjamin. Eh, I ain't worried about him. Uh, they do have Saquon. Behind Saquon, that's a little iffy. Oh, yeah, here we go. Oh, yeah, but behind CMC, that's completely fine then. I didn't say it was fine. Yeah, but you said it was no problem then. Why is it a problem if, if like, no one's behind Saquon? I just, the players that are <laughs> sitting behind him, I don't think can fill in at all. It's the same thing with the Panthers situation with CMC. Okay, but we're not talking about the Panthers right now. We're talking about the Giants. I do like their defensive line, by the way. Yeah, they're the second most underrated defensive line. First, Leonard Williams, Washington. Austin Johnson, Dexter Lawrence. They're going to run a 3-4. I like is that. Is Dalvin Tomlinson still there? Uh, it doesn't look like it. Oh. I thought and he might have been left. Uh, yeah, their linebackers aren't that great. Their DBs are good. They got Balake Martinez from Green Bay. Yeah. And they got Reggie Ragland from Detroit. I like those two guys. But other than that, they're linebacker. I mean, they got Ojolari. They drafted him. Um, your boy. Balake and Ojolari are probably the best ones they got. Everybody else is Balake. Yeah. The issue is... Um, their DBs are good. Their DBs are okay. Jabril Peppers, eh, I can give or take him. Logan Ryan, I like that pickup when they got him. Xavier McKinney, I'm a fan of his. They got a Dory Jackson, which is really good for them. So that's good. Um, yeah. I guess, and you agree with me, Daniel Jones is no more than average. Uh, he He's probably a little less than average, in my opinion. But he's, he's, like, he's like Eli Manning at the end of his career. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's like Eli Manning at the end of his career with legs. Yeah. Um, because we know Eli Manning can run like Tom Brady. Let's talk about the Panthers. You wanted to talk about the Panthers so much. No, I didn't. I'm just saying because you were always you were always saying that like, oh, it's it's not a, it doesn't really matter if CMs it doesn't really matter. So they had last year. CMC. They had, of course had Mike Davis behind him. Mike Davis did great. Then he goes to Atlanta, and they went to Atlanta. So they do have CMC. Uh, they also drafted Chubba Hubbard this year, which is a good pickup. So he'll be back there. They got a couple other guys, too. I wouldn't be too happy about them, but I think Chubba Hubbard will be the backup. Chubba Hubbard? Yeah. I think that was a good pick. Steelers uh, stole all the players I like in the draft. They took Pat Fairmouth away. Oh, they did take him, didn't they? Yeah, and the G. Harris. Yeah. I'm sad. Interesting. Interesting. Cool. We get a Pat Fairmouth jersey. Oh, brother. You know, I ordered that Kyle Pitts jersey like the day they came out with his actual number been two weeks uh no it's not going to get here till july <laughs> oh is it said there or did you just say like that saying that no that's what it's saying oh geez. it's like delivered by july 7th i'm like oh goody like, oh yeah two months from now <laughs> <laughs> i see people on twitter posting their them in their new piss jerseys i'm like dude i ordered it like literally as soon as i got the email saying that he picked his number and it was done so i don't know if maybe they customized one or something you know what i mean and it got uh, faster yeah but you should yeah. do that Eh, whatever. It's fine. No big deal. Seed and done start till September. So, what if it doesn't come till it's like the first day? <laughs> whatever. I'm ready. I'm ready. 
on I'm be wearing that Pitts jersey on September twelfth. Every Falcons game, I will be wearing the Pitts jersey against the Eagles. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. That's about all I got for news. I think well, I think we're going to dive into some more of these roster talks going forward too because they're fun. I like, to, next, I, I like to look at them and see what's going on here. But the next episodes until the season starts will be us predicting records. Records. We're going to yes. do it division by division. Yep. Um, we haven't decided on the actual uh, uh, lineup yet, if you will, of which division we're going to do. But we'll do, let's yeah. say, for example, just to give some tidbits here, let's say we pick the AFC East. We're going to go through the teams in the AFC East. Talk about maybe the the strength of the schedule, and then make our picks as far as what we think the end of the year records will be for them. Um, and of course, you know we'll, we'll keep track of this all year long as the season starts and continues and goes through the end, and see how close we are. But we're going to go division yep. by division, episode by episode. So it's going to take a little while, yep. but we do have the whole off season here yet. Um, and of course, you know mid June. Late June is when training camps and things like that happen, so we'll, we'll kind of intertwine that into it. So we got eight episodes to put out. So we got a lot of good stuff going on. But I think we're going we're gonna to dive into some more of these depth chart conversations, too, as teams as start to narrow down their rosters and things, too, because I think it's just fun. And undrafted rookies get signed. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. Um, I think that's it. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. All Up Let's Podcast is back, baby. Back we'll do an, uh, we'll we'll do another episode probably this weekend. Kyle Pitts at four. Uh, Kyle Pitts is always at four, um, number one in our hearts. And uh, yeah, so everybody have a great rest of your week from us here at the All Up Blitz podcast. Uh, thanks for listening. I appreciate safe. you. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Peace out. Peace.